Hey, boo, and welcome back to my official podcast, Her Infinite Sparkle, where I give out sound advice and help to God as well as inspire young women like myself through my own personal experience. Yes, boo, I went through it so you wouldn't have to. On this week's episode, we're going to talk about what's your resume. And today I have a special guest named Maddie K. Maddie, go ahead and introduce yourself to the podcast. I'm Madeline, I'm 22, and I'm just here with my co-worker, Antoinette, to give a little insight on relationship do's and don'ts. Okay, so Maddie, based on the topic, what's your resume? When meeting a guy on the first date, what are some do's and don'ts you would do on the first date? Okay, first off, I wouldn't talk politics, but I would talk morals. I want to know, what do you, what values do you hold near and dear? What are your favorite pastimes, hobbies? What are you into? What do you do for extracurricular activities? I just want to know who they are as a person and see what they match with who I am. Okay, do you think that values and principles are a very important and key point in creating a relationship? Yes, I do, because at the end of the day, that's going to be the foundation of the relationship. Okay, so a solid foundation is something that is important in building a relationship with somebody. Um, To add on to that, I sometimes think that when looking at a guy's um, background or resume, you need to think about like previous people he has dated. Not so much as looking at that woman or trying to bash anybody, but seeing what he offered her or what type of gift giving did he do for her or what things did they have in common or what did they do together because that can affect your relationship as well because you never know like if that's how that guy is or is he treating every woman that way or is he going to feel like you're asking for too much or you're doing too much based off the women he has dated. You know what that is, right? Because some men, they have like a a common trend. And if you ask them, you know, why they were the one they were broken up with in their first, like, previous few relationships, they'll all say, well, she wanted too much or she demanded too much. And that should show you that that man, he doesn't have much to offer because if a woman keeps demanding it from him, then he's not giving anybody any more than he's willing to and I think that men like that it's hard for them to change so it's only a matter of time before you feel the same way so I would just not you know try to pursue him because he is definitely not worth your time now I know you had mentioned earlier when we had conversation that when you look at men, you look at how they treat their mom or if they had a little sister. Like, why is that important to you? Um, the relationship that men have with the women in their lives, most men who really and genuinely have respect for women, they love their mothers and they love their sisters and they're very protective over them. Now, some men, they have unhealthy relationships with women in their lives. Like, they may love their mother, but they may talk to their mother mother in like a bad tone, or they may talk to her like she isn't their mother sometimes. And it's important to watch those signs, because if a man doesn't respect his own mother, how do you think he's going to respect you? Or if y'all have children together, how is he going to respect them? It's just 
something that you just have to watch out for and make sure that you don't overlook because that'll show you a blueprint of how he's willing to treat you as a woman in his life just as he treats his mother and his other women that he holds dear to him in his life. Okay, so just to bring the topic on the ladies, do you think that when it comes to dating, women sometimes have problems with dating because of lack of fathers in the household or how they have seen their fathers treat their moms or how they have had previous or past relationships with men? Does that affect people in their dating scene as a woman? Yes, I really do think so. I always say that a girl dates her father where she date, whether she dates him, you know, dates a man that's the same as her dad or she dates someone that is the complete opposite as her dad. Um, with me, I try to date in the complete opposite range of my father um, because he was absent. So I always try to find people that are present with me, that resonate with me, that never like leave me or abandon me emotionally. So that's one key thing that I look for. And then also, some people do develop daddy issues from father relationships. And those daddy issues can carry into relationship issues and make women choose partners that are not beneficial to them. But it's just something inside of them drawing them to someone who could be so damaging to them because that's all that they know. So, I think that positive male influences are definitely needed for young black women to have good relationships with men. Um, I didn't have that with my own father, but I did have that in other men and other male figures in my life. So, I'm grateful for that. But I do think that father-daughter relationships, whether they discourage a relationship or encourage a relationship, they definitely do have a lot of say-so in who you date and who you marry. Okay, going back to something that you had mentioned, because I do agree that, for example, like you said, with your father being absent, that has played a role in your dating scene as far as in you not wanting to get close to people because that attachment is lost. So I can't agree with that from my standpoint as well with not having my father in my life. Um... I was lucky to have a man who did take me in as his own and adopt me, but he passed away. So there was another sign of me feeling like I was stripped or robbed or something. So I do agree with that um, standpoint in life. Okay, and what are some important things that you look for in a guy when you're dating them? Or what are some red flags or what is something that you would absolutely not stand for? Okay. Um, a man who has too much time on his hands is a man who does not have his plate full. Um, I don't want to be up on the phone all day with a man um, because what are you doing? Like, if you're worried about what I'm doing all the time, if you have no goal setting going on, no ambition, no drive, nothing powering you to get up and just do what you need to do as a man, and advance and progress, then we're not on the same playing field. Um, right now, at this stage in my life, I'm just trying to find the next level, always find something to make myself better, keep myself busy, occupy my time 
in a positive way. And um, if a man doesn't have that same thing going on, then they're going to worry about you too much. And then that becomes less love and more obsession. It's giving clingy. (laughs) And also, ladies, um, something that an older woman mentioned to me, um, I think a year or two ago, is something like when most women, as younger women, we look at men, the first thing we would look at is their shoes to see what type of shoes they had on. I don't know why, but most women do. But instead of looking for those shoes or checking for those shoes, how about we check and see if a man has a watch on? Because a man who doesn't always walk around with the watch on is not pressed for time. So that was a very important thing that someone older told me. And it's something that I remember now to check for when I do look at men. Because if you're not pressed for time, where are you going in life? Like, I feel like time is very valuable and it's time that you can't get back. So why aren't you pressed for that, especially as a man? So when dating men, what are some you will not settle for? Like, what's something that you wouldn't, it's a no for you? Commitment issues. I am big on commitment. Like, if we go, like, if we're together all the time, you know, we have an understanding. There is no reason why you can't call me your girlfriend. There's no reason why we shouldn't be on the road to marriage. There's no reason why there shouldn't be some type of solidified future that involves me being the leading lady in your life. So uh, men who have commitment issues, they find it hard to take time and say, you're my girlfriend or you're my you're going to be my wife then just let him go because you know you're just going to waste time with you they're going to keep going on and on and on and it's just going to say we're cool we have an understanding we have a bond but when a man just say you have a bond that's so he can say that he's single so when someone asks him he can just truthfully say that he's single because he's never told you that y'all are in a relationship, even though you act like you are. Okay, now taking it back to something that you had mentioned earlier, you said you would like to be the leading lady in a man's life, which I agree. A woman should be the leading lady in a man's life. But I also want to make mention to something that I think that our generation struggles with because a lot of times... Men want to have women submit to them or lead them. But let's be honest, these men do not know how to lead nowadays. So why are we following them? You can't even lead yourself to a job. (laughs) If we being honest, like, come on now. You can't even get up and go about yourself. So what am I following you for? What am I submitting to? I feel like nowadays people get on social media and they take this social media stuff too serious. It's like... They want women to submit, but you aren't doing the things that women need to submit to. You ain't providing nothing. You're not protecting nothing. But you want to submit a wife. How how does that work? Like, I don't Mm -hmm. get that. I think that a lot of men, they see their fathers and then they see their grandfathers as being these men that they look up to. And then when they get a woman, they think that the same love that their mother 
and their grandmother gave to their grandfather is owed to them simply because he's a part of their bloodline and he is a man. A man's ego is what gets to him. Um, these men in this generation, they are not their fathers. They are not their grandfathers. They don't make enough. They don't give to the family and contribute to the family as they should. We got the 50-50 topics going on. So um, these men just are entitled just because they are men. And I feel like they are lazy. Like, And first of all, if we're going to run everything about the old days, let's talk about how when men got their checks, they gave it to the wife to handle the bills and whatever the household needed extra came out of their check. So men want to talk about how it was back in the day, but y'all don't want to talk about how it really was. Y'all only want to nitpick and pick out the things that fit you. Mm. Exactly, because I know for a Fendi fact, my granddaddy came and gave my grandmama his check. Every Friday, they went straight to the household, and my grandmama issued out to him an allowance with his own money. Because men back in the day didn't put their leisure and their fun over the, you know, the welfare of the household. These men these days, they just want you to go 50-50 with them. If I pay this, you pay that. But where is the, I don't know, the financial aspect of being a man? I think that it's being lost because um, I'm independent. I can take care of myself, but I don't want a man that can't take care of me if I can't provide for myself because he's supposed to be a leader. So that means he should be able to take over in any situation. I agree with that. Now, when it comes to your dating life or your dating scene, what is some things that a man needs to have or offer or bring to the table? Since everybody likes to say, what can we bring to the table? What are some things that a man can bring to the table which allows you to act in your feminine identity? I think that what makes me feel more vulnerable with someone is when I know that I can be vulnerable with that person. I know someone else will be gentle with me. Um, a man with a gentle heart and a kind heart, it goes a long way. And it's just something that you can, it's no other feeling like that, like laying your chest, your head up against the chest of a man who has a gentle heart and know that it's gonna take care of yours. Yeah. Okay, so do you think that the heart posture of someone just in general is what determines the person. Yeah, I I think your heart definitely has to be in the right place for a relationship to work. Um, I think your heart has to be in the right place for any type of relationship to work or anything to work in your life because if you don't have pure intentions for someone, then, I mean, no good is going to come of that for you, especially. But especially if you hurt somebody else in the process and you know your heart is not pure. I think that that's one of the most conniving things to do to someone and hurtful things to do if you purposely play with their feelings. Like, okay, so with that being said, let's tap into um, that because I feel like Hurt people hurt people. So I feel like in order to be in a relationship, two people need to be whole. So if two people are coming into a relationship half empty, the relationship is doomed before it even starts. Exactly. That's just like having two glasses. One of them is half, the other one is half full. 
And if you're trying to come into one, one of those glasses is going to be empty if you pour the other one into, you know, the other glass. Mm-hmm. So you can't, two people who are full and who are whole, they can't come together to become whole. Um, I think that people should seek therapy and counseling um, before they try to be with someone wholeheartedly because if not, you can end up losing yourself. I think that in a relationship, in order for their relationship to work and to actually be healthy is you should be able to maintain your identity outside of that relationship um, because if the relationship becomes your coping mechanism, then when it's over or it's on the rocks or y'all are into it, then you're not going to be happy. That's when depression hits you. Yeah, I agree. Because you're going to be lost because if you don't go into a relationship with your own identity and knowing who you are, when you get into a relationship, every you're going to be so consumed with that person. That's why, for example, a lot of times when you see people, they got married early on in high school and stuff. And so when they get a divorce, they be lost because you based your whole life on that one person. So everything you know is that one person. You don't know who you are. Exactly. And I, um, I'm 22 now and I've been with my boyfriend since I was 15 years old. And within our relationship, sometimes I would feel like I'm getting too intertwined with him and we're getting too intertwined with each other and I would just take a step back um you know take time go out with your friends on the weekend enjoy your life enjoy yourself um it's important to in a healthy relationship to know when to take a step back and find yourself again and not let the relationship consume you because it will um especially when you're together every day you're you're together all the time so just take time for yourself always remember who you were before the relationship came and what you like to do and don't center everything around the relationship because it could be here today and gone tomorrow So never forget to take that special time for yourself. So for this week's challenge, we challenge you to date, but to date knowing someone's resume and to get to know that person before you just jump into it and lose yourself in a relationship. That is all for this week's podcast. If you want to hear more, make sure you tune in each Sunday at 1111 for more of Her Infinite Sparkle. Also, make sure you email me at herinfinitesparkle at gmail.com for personal one-on-one advice, as well as submit things you want to hear on the podcast. And remember, we were all born to sparkle. What's your sparkle?